Welcome back to the Getting Grit Podcast. I am Brad Pohl, your host, and this is where we tell the stories of sinners and saints. The season is beginning. Football is in the air. You smell the grass in fewer places as synthetic turf has replaced the Kentucky blue and Bermuda grasses of so many sacred battlefields. Yet for the new recruits first earning their stripes to the grizzled old war horses still blowing whistles, we ask once more, what is it that makes this game so great? Is the requirement of physical toughness to succeed, the sacrifice of self to be a teammate, and the synergy of 11 hearts, not 5 or 6 or 9, but 11, firing in rhythm on a single snap, where hard work is given its full glory as mentioned 1,800 times in Scripture and not patronized by those unwilling to pay the price, where dreams of achieving something worth a great price are collectively bonded to a team of men who are willing to sell all that they have in order to attain it. Where underdogs rise above everything they have been labeled with, saying sticks and stones won't break these bones, and stand in the end holding the cup of final victory. It's that time of year when we not only envision, but we see clearly in real time those great achievements that required pain and perseverance where jackrabbits are capable of herding bison down a path and eating them for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a final snack on their last play. September time is special. And in case you haven't noticed, there's a simple perfected life in a snow globe. Sports, and particularly football, captivate those peering inside as the participants inside go about their tasks. It is easy to lose ourselves in our imaginations here. I have always found it fascinating that inside the most insignificant exercise, one that we call a game, that God allows us to experience some of his greatest works. Let no one take this long illustration of football to mean that I believe the game holds some sacramental worthiness, not in the least. It is just a game. But there are treasures and experiences inside the snow globe that cannot be seen or lived on the outside of it. Sports are also capable of all the evil that our world can provide, and they often do. Such is life. How many instances of chocolate-covered turds are there in this world? But I choose instead the good, the true, and the beautiful stories of the men inside the game. Cameron Hodgewood of Sky Sports wrote a brief article on Cooper Cup, the Los Angeles Rams star wide receiver, regarding a vision he had of winning Super Bowl 56 in February of 22. It marked a second chance for Cup and his teammates after losing to the Patriots in Super Bowl 53 back in 2019. Cup wasn't able to be a part of that game due to injury. He revealed, I don't know what it was. There was just this vision that God revealed to me that I was going to come back and be a part of another Super Bowl. We were going to win it, and somehow I was going to walk off the field as MVP of the game. I only shared this with my wife because I couldn't tell anybody else, obviously. Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford completed an incredible game-winning 79-yard drive, which the quarterback almost solely used his trusted wide receiver Cup shared, from the moment this postseason started, there was a belief that every game was already written. I just had to play free, knowing that I got to play from victory, not for victory. Willpower has been termed the greatest human strength, 
and credited as a key factor behind noteworthy human achievements down through the centuries. Philosophers like Kant and Descartes of the Enlightenment area spread the ruse of the ideal that my true self is buried deep inside me, so I must free it. Today, modernists state that with willpower, the impossible can be made possible. Without this all-important quality, everything you have worked for can and probably will be lost. But is this just another candy-coated turd, the reformation of the selfish will? Matthew Kelly responds, Body, soul, mind, and spirit united in lordship to Jesus counters the modernist views. When a person's will, something that we know is extremely powerful and important, is conditioned by a desire of what God wants, it then becomes what I want as well. And something completely different begins taking place. This good will begins to hunt, not for the self, but for holy moments. Those small mindful times of acute awareness that you are fully in the present, trusting solely in God alone. This is where the path of the good, the true and the beautiful begins. As if the figures inside the snow globe have now come to life. We are called to prove what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. C.S. Lewis writes, Imagine yourself as a living house. God comes in to rebuild that house. At first, perhaps, you can understand what he is doing. He is getting drains fixed and stopping the leaks in the roof and so on. You knew that all those jobs needed to be done, so you're not surprised. But presently, he starts knocking the house about in a way that hurts abominably and does not seem to make any sense. What on earth is he up to? The explanation is that he is building quite a different house from the one that you thought of. Throwing out a new wing here, putting on an extra floor there, running up towers, making courtyards. You thought you were being made into a decent little cottage, but he is actually building a palace. You ask why? The answer is, he intends to come and live in it himself. The path of the church triumphant, where victory has been won, and the church militant, where I battle now, as God relentlessly shatters and tears down my house to rebuild it, I sometimes think, this is a terrible mess. There is dust everywhere, and he is getting into stuff I never intended him to see I want him to stop. I long for the days when I could look at my snow globe and just get lost in my imagination, because that was easy. This is hard. Yet I resolve to allow his will to hunt in me. And I am struck by the words from the good, the true, and the beautiful about a man of God, a football player no less, who said, I just had to play free knowing I got to play from victory and not for victory. And I heard a whisper saying, you could live on this path too. Mm -mm -mm. Holy moments. Ain't it so? This is Getting Grit signing off. Blessings to you all. Dominus. Obiscum. Well,